Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we good are still morning. in uh, New Hampshire together. We're actually uh, we can set, we can actually <laughs> in uh, person <laughs> be together, and it's fun. Um, we're here uh, celebrating ministries and uh, raising money for ministries and worship, and uh, yeah, there's a lot happening in New Hampshire. Yeah, uh, God is moving in incredible ways up here, and really, I don't, you probably know this, but. New Hampshire is technically considered a, a mission field. Yeah. New England as a whole is 3% Christian. 3%. So think about that for a minute. <laughs> that, so that's why you know, a, lot of, a lot of churches will say, you know, this is the place where pastors come to die. You know, <laughs> they, they try and try with church plants. But um, in the last several years, last 10, 15 years anyway, God has just been moving mountains up here. And we see it all the time. We see it all the time. The church we're in um, is just making an impact everywhere. Yeah. And, and you know, Dave's seeing it around here. The Cornells are seeing it. God is moving at lightning speed all of a sudden up here, and it's fun to be a part of it. Yeah, and the, uh, again, when you talk about covenant, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, and then God gets to show you, you know, in a sense... The blessing is God at work, mm-hmm. um, and ha- people's lives are getting restored. So that um, when we were at this dinner last night, uh, the one thing that Linda and I uh, were just remarked remarked about is that um, it started, you know, twelve, fourteen years ago with uh, the Dunkles mm-hmm. and us just starting retreats, right? Of just teaching people to follow God, right? Um, and then. Um, a majority, I'm talking about probably 80% of the people last night mm-hmm. were all uh, fruit of people teaching them to abide. Right, right. Um, and then they that learned. you and Linda didn't necessarily directly. No. Some of them you had directly taught, but some were basically no. like grandchildren yeah. and great grandchildren. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's, the, uh, it's, the, it's the, the truth that the people mm-hmm. received it then they gave it away. Exactly. Um, and then there's there's now a momentum, you know, because of it, where because of all the different places, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Dave and Melissa up here, and you and Dan and Scott and Kristen and Rick Ferris and, and even and the Cocheros, uh, Cochero, Rick too, and Janet yeah. uh, Cochero, and then uh, we were at a table last night. <laughs> um, a guy says, um, I'm bringing you greetings from a young executive that I'm uh, uh, discipling. Mm-hmm. And the way I'm discipling is I gave him Living Waters material. Oh, that's awesome. And I gave it to him. He said, I gave it to him a week ago. And he's already into it. And he came back to me and he says, do you realize how amazing uh, what... The word says. Oh, I love um, that. And I he love says, it. and he says, well, hey, I'm going to be with 
uh, Rich this weekend. He said, oh my gosh, tell him I said hello <laughs> and how excited I am just to learn this. I've never right. heard this before in my right. life. Uh, so it's, it's uh, we probably will rarely see the, the, the multiplication mm-hmm. of, the, of the blessing because it's, it, it's, it's by definition passed on. Right. But we got a little bit to see it last night of the seeds that have been planted now for 10, 15 years are really starting to accelerate. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of pockets now right. of people who in are... In different spheres of influence. Everybody has a different sphere and it just influence ripples out. Even, even like Lydia's house where it's not just their program, but it's now Scott mm-hmm. and Christian teaching them to abide. Right, uh, right. And the fruit from that is going to be right. remarkable. You know, so it's... And it's generational because generational. in that case, they're coming in. I mean, it always is, but... As they're coming in and they're equipping these women to learn that, that's changing the lives of their children and their children. Yeah, I mean, so it just, it's its amazing what happens. Yep. Um, we, uh, we're talking about the covenant, and um, uh, we, uh, you know, last time we talked about uh, the aspect of, uh, it's not name it and claim it, mm-hmm. uh, but rather it has to be uh, us seeking God first, he says, I'll deliver it to you. Uh, if you try to name it and claim it yourself, you've disqualified yourself because mm-hmm. now you become God and I can't, I can't f- fulfill that. So you have to be with me. Uh, we got another interesting question mm, yeah. uh, that came up um, that's a little bit related to that. But go ahead and read us the question. It's our friend uh, Trent and um, had, a, had a really good question. It was in the Word, uh, looking at a, at a story, and it was like, huh, I wonder what this is all about. So, yeah. So this was from um, 1 Kings 13, 9, which says, for, it was, for so it was commanded me by the word of the Lord, saying, You shall not eat bread, nor drink water, nor return by the same way you came. And um, his question said, This servant of the Lord was specifically told not to eat, drink, or return the same way. And the old prophet deceived him into eating and drinking, and the man of God died. You've repeatedly said, you being rich, it's important to have an inner circle. Obviously, this man of God didn't have one. What's the significance of this story, and how or is this a shadow of the new covenant? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, um, uh, it starts out, the story um, is uh, in Bethel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is in uh, Judah. And uh, Jeroboam, who's, by the way, uh, already demonstrated he's not a follower of God. Okay. Um, He's fought his brother Rehoboam. He's Solomon's son. And um, he's very Mm self-centered. And and I'm going to go achieve my own power, including against my brother, uh, Rehoboam. Um, And then, by the way, Jeroboam later, uh, he actually defeats his brother, uh, Judah starts to be led by another another one called Abijah, mm. uh, and uh, Jeroboam uh, says, "I'm coming after you." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got eight hundred thousand men, and Jer and Abijah only has four hundred thousand men. This is in uh, uh, First uh, uh, Chronicles thirteen, and uh, Abijah, who's a follower of God. Mm-hmm. Well, God, what do you got to say about this? I'm going to deliver the covenant to you. Uh, don't worry, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. He's he'll be defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Abijah goes to Jeroboam and says, "If I was you, 
I wouldn't do this attack because you are going to lose because of the, of the truth of the covenant. Okay. Um, and I'm telling you, you'd way be better off if you reconsidered what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm coming after you. And then, by the way, uh, how did he know that? Well, because he sought the word. And this kind of plays into the story somewhat, too, is that um, he sought God's word mm-hmm. and promise and, and believed it by faith because God said that applies here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jeroboam actually surprised him. Generally, remember, uh, they line up uh, one army here, one army here, and you just come against each other. Right. Um, and Jeroboam, uh, this is the first time it's recorded, actually takes a group of people and sneaks around mm. and attacks them from the back. Okay. A surprise attack. They're caught in the mm-hmm. middle. Uh, where they got people behind him and they, and they can't retreat. Um, and Jeroboam says, or excuse me, Abijah said, doesn't matter. Uh, we trust God. God delivered. And then God causes Jeroboam's army to kill each other. Right. Um, and then they got released. And, and actually after that, Jeroboam becomes nothing mm-hmm. uh, because um, he wasn't willing to follow God. Uh, in this story, uh, Jeroboam who's already in that position mm-hmm. of, of self-centered and not following God. Um, um, he's um, doing things that, that aren't tr- uh, good in terms of worship. Um, and um, uh, his uh, uh, arm withers, mm-hmm. um, basically shrinks up, and he basically gets you know palsy. And he, and he could, it basically, it's, it's uh, almost like having a stroke. Okay. Uh, is I can't function. Um, so he says to the uh, prophet, um, would you please ask God to give me my hand back? Mm-hmm. And so the man of God asked God, would you please restore it to him? And God did. Um, now, this is, this is really interesting to me. Um, first of all, the covenant is so beautiful that mm-hmm. even when this guy who's not much following God right. when he has a heart to follow well would you seek him yes God actually restored it mm-hmm. um, you would have thought and this would have been God's intention look what look what I did for you right wouldn't you want to follow me mm-hmm. and by the way he chooses later not to but God's heart, think just, yeah. God's heart isn't so rigid mm-hmm. that um, I, can still, I can still deliver things right. to encourage you to consider. Of course, ultimately, he didn't. And he because didn't. ultimately, God wants us to. Absolutely. He, yeah. I mean, that's his heart. Is He wants to be with yeah. us. He and, wants us walking. And so him. he says, uh, come with me, uh, and I'll give you a reward. Mm-hmm. And the prophet, man of God, says... I've already been told by God, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this for reward. Mm. And no, I, I'm not going to go with you, and I'm not supposed to eat and drink, and I'm supposed to go a different way, um, and I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that um, he's getting ready to follow God's instruction. Right. Okay, an old prophet mm-hmm. from Bethel, uh, uh, hear, hear about this. Um, and said he's not supposed to be here, and the prophet goes out to him, the old prophet goes out to him, uh, and says, 
in verse 15, come home and eat in, with me and eat bread. Mm. Okay, now, um, what had God said to him? He said not to eat Do bread. not do that. Yeah. Okay, a, a believer, mm-hmm. even a leading believer, a leader believer, mm-hmm. a pastor, well, don't you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, he says, um, uh, he says, I can't because I've been told by the word of the God of the Lord, no, mm-hmm. don't do it. Um, and he says, well, I'm a prophet too. And I heard an angel say to me that you're supposed to come and eat with me. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and now <laughs> this is where scripture is so cool. Uh, parentheses. <laughs> he was lying. He was lying. <laughs> mine says, yes. <laughs> he was. He was lying. Um, so uh, you know he's lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you look at it, um, uh, you look at that that he's lying. Uh, I got to fix this here. This little thing. Um, the truth is he was lying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So therefore, did God? Did an angel so, of God say that? No. no. He's making it up. Right. Uh, so even, you know, an old, and his characterization as an old prophet is that at one point in time, mm-hmm. he was considered to be, and by the way, uh, a prophet in those days, if they were false, actually would have been uh, stoned or, mm-hmm. or harmed. You know, so he had validity. Right. Uh, but he comes and he says, I'm a prophet, and an angel says to me, um, uh, so, um, he said, okay. Mm-hmm. And he goes back. Um, and then he's sitting there and thus says the Lord God, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the instruction, which the Lord your God commanded you, uh, but you violated it, uh, your corpse shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. Um, and then he dies, mm. uh, uh, by getting killed by a lion. Right. Um, okay. Now think of the. Uh, would you, Jeroboam? Would you ask God to heal me? Yes. God, what do you have to say? Heal them. Mm-hmm. But don't you do this for reward? Right. And I'm telling you to go a different way. Right. Home. And don't eat, and don't stop here, mm-hmm. because. Um, I want to keep you pure and I want your heart to follow me and my instruction is this. Mm-hmm. Okay, now think about somebody who's lying, representing as a Christian leader, really where is it coming from? Satan. Right, right. Because Satan's the father of lies. Exactly. So deception. Mm-hmm. So he's taking a, a supposed Christian leader and saying God said. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, and this is important, and this is the, the story that, uh, the essence of what Trent's asking, is um, at that moment, what was, what was it that the, the young prophet knew? The young prophet knew what God told him. Okay. And then he was told something different by this older okay. prophet. So, um, and they were confident. I heard this. Mm-hmm. He did know that. He, yeah. he said it a couple of times. Yeah. I know that. Now, this guy is telling me something different. Mm-hmm. The mistake at that moment yeah. that he made was what? To not go back and say, God, did you really say? 
I mean, isn't honestly that the same mistake that was made in the Garden of Eden? Same mistake. You know? Yeah. It's really a, re- a reproduction of that. Yeah. It's, it's Satan masquerading, mm-hmm. and wouldn't you want to do, surely you should do this. Right. So, Why would he the, not want you to eat or drink? Yeah, the prophet, yeah. the prophet just said, well, God didn't really say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he really say that? I, yeah. he, I've heard it said this, so why don't you come with me? So the mistake that is made... Uh, by the prophet, and then of course he, he dies because of it, because God is trying to make a an important point here, and that is that there are consequences mm-hmm. to not following what I've asked you to do. Right, and oftentimes that instruction that he's given us for us to follow is part of the protection to keep us from something. I mean, you think about the timing of this. Had That's he right. not stopped, would he have run into life yeah, on the road? Yeah, he would have been safe. Yeah. You know, so there's... There's protection in his instruction often. Yeah. You know? um, uh, and so uh, there's there's two things here. Uh, one is he didn't check in. Because mm-hmm. he says, and it, by the way, it's okay that maybe he's saying, I wonder, is God trying to say something different right. to me? Is there new instruction yeah, at this point? Yeah, and that's point? okay. Right. But what he didn't do is go back to God and say, now, this guy that supposedly is a mm-hmm. spiritual guy is saying he got a word from you. Right. Uh, and, and and this is really critical, by the way, so that, uh, and this talks about the essence of the community and the, and the body, that um, it's, it's just because somebody else says something. Right. It doesn't mean that's of God, right. even when they claim to be. Right. Well, and even when they have shown a gift of prophecy before or something like that, we still need to take, we're, especially because we hear through human filters sometimes, we need to take anything that someone has told us that is prophecy to God himself and right. ask him to, to confirm that. That's right. So that um, uh, the mistake he made was he didn't go back to God. Um, and then, by the way, um, had he had another uh, fellow prophet or another mm-hmm. fellow inner circle, um, he would have been uh, benefited Mm -hmm. by going to the people that are already proven to walk with God with him to say, could you assist me? And seek God together. In understanding this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm not not necessarily saying um, it's not right. It could be that maybe I I didn't hear right. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure, because I know what I heard, Right. And I can't violate that until I truly get confirmation mm-hmm. uh, from God. Uh, so as you're seeking the covenant, uh, God says, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. He said, and we kind of talked about this last time, is you got to be in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And the kingdom is following me. Right. And purely always and in, in, in 100% of the time by you seeking. And when you get some conflict, mm-hmm. Before you agree to that, uh, you just say, all right, I'm going to go pursue this further. Father, did you say? Right. Father, are you telling me something different? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, am I to learn something different? Now, if he did, God will say, yeah. Right. By the way, the story would have been different. Right. Uh, God would have said, yes, I actually did tell him that. I was just mm-hmm. testing you. Uh, now that you heard me, go ahead and stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... He didn't do that. But he didn't do and God that. says, right. I never said that. Because mm-hmm. he, he he puts he puts in that little parenthesis. Oh, by the way, he's lying to you. Yeah. 
Uh, he's making it up. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to follow something that's being made up? Mm. Okay, why would anybody make it up? Self-centeredness. Right. I right. want you to. Mm. Um, and God says, don't follow self-centered people. You seek my will. Mm-hmm. And when you see that their will um, is opposite of mine, and this isn't of God, right? You, it's okay to reject that and say, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you want me to, but I'm not doing it. So you're not following what somebody else says. You're following what? What God right. says. So that the, uh, the inner circle um, is really critical uh, because think about the benefit of that. So had he had somebody around him, um, uh, first of all, make sure that we personally don't make that mistake. Right. Um, and not pursue it. But had he had a, an inner circle around him, what could that inner circle have done as they're observing uh, what he's doing? Right. Well, just even holding him accountable, right? You know, didn't you say that God told you this? Right. <laughs> you know, so that would be like if you and I were having that conversation, that would be one of the first questions I ask you. So God, the last instruction God gave you was this, you know, and do you feel that has changed? Let's go seek God together yeah, and find yeah, out. Yeah, and you would say... Um, uh, well, you said before, Rich, that, mm-hmm. that God said this. So now who's telling you right. something different? Well, it's this, it's this really spiritual pastor. Mm-hmm. And see, what you would say is, okay, um, are you willing, before you move... Before you act on this, yeah. Um, why don't we go confirm? Mm-hmm. Because, and you would see, because since he's lying... Mm-hmm. And you have the same Holy Spirit. See, there would be a troubling of yes, your spirit. Yeah. There would be, eh, you know what? I'm not sure. I can't confirm that right. what he's saying might not even be right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, matter of fact, it could be even lying. Uh, could be deceiving you. Could be self-centered. I, I'm not sure about that. Right. Uh, why don't we go together? And if I said, oh, you know what? I would like to do that. Yeah. If we did, what would God have done? He would have shown him that that was that was not. Hey, that, the I'm telling you, that yeah. guy's lying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and therefore, it isn't mm-hmm. of me. Uh, and it should have been brought up out of even the conflict itself. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I thought this, and I'm getting this. I'm not sure. See, God said that's okay. Right. Um, but come to me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, show you another. Uh, this is a, a related story. Uh, in a different way, but go to Acts chapter 9. And uh, this is a story of of Saul getting converted on the road to Damascus. Mm. Um, And um, God appears to him, Jesus appears to him. You're you're, you're the one, I'm I'm the one you're persecuting. Right. Uh, uh, Okay, what do you got to say to me? Go into the city. Uh, and wait, and you're going to you know, be there three days, and you fast and pray. Uh, okay, then and read, start reading in verse 10. Um, and um, uh, just start with 10 to 14. Okay. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. 
Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from your chief priests to bind all who call on your name. Okay. Um, so um, it's implying he's abiding mm -hmm. uh, because he's in, he's in his time with the Lord. Right. And God says to him, Ananias. He says, yes, Lord. In other words, I'm familiar with hearing God's voice. Right. He wasn't and, even wondering if it was him. It yeah, was, he like, calls his name. He's like, yeah, yeah okay, I'm this, here. What's this up? Be, this would be good. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Uh, I'd like you go and lay hands on Saul, and here's where he's at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Ananias says, who, why? Do you know who you're talking about? <laughs> Are uh, you sure? <laughs> this guy's killing us, coming after us. It's harmful. Mm -hmm. He's a bad guy. And I think that doesn't make sense to me. Right. So I would rather not do that. And you um, have, you've got to love the dialogue going yeah, on here. Yeah. Because it shows this beautiful intimacy between God and Ananias that they would just have this conversation. Yeah. Um, but the Lord said to him, and go ahead and read verse 15 and 16. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Okay. So, uh, first of all, did God said, well, because you questioned me, mm -hmm. that's it. No, no. He didn't say that. No. He said, I understand that. I can appreciate mm -hmm. your, your, your hesitation. Uh, your hesitation. <laughs> your thinking this doesn't make sense. Um, it's obviously that you're concerned about this mm -hmm. and you're not clear you heard what I said right but it's not sensible to you right right and you said it's not sensible and God said okay that's okay but here's I am I'm reinforcing yes uh, I want you to do it mm -hmm. he's been converted and, and I have plans for him and he's <laughs> gonna him. go interesting enough and Ananias is the first person to hear this he's gonna go before Gentiles mm -hmm. Um, and, and I'm going to show you a bigger piece of the story now that you ask me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't mind. I don't mind saying, yep, you heard me right. Mm -hmm. Here's why. Uh, by the way, here's a bigger piece of the story, so get up and go. Right. Uh, okay, now read verses uh, 17 through 19. And Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Yeah. Uh, so he says, okay, um, uh, I, was, I was concerned. Didn't make sense. I kept asking. Mm -hmm. you, can, you didn't mind it. You confirmed it. Now that I'm confirmed, okay, I'll go. I'll go. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then he goes and he says, um, Saul, the Lord who appeared to you on the road, uh, sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where you look at Scripture and, and you got to say, uh-huh. How did Ananias know that, it, that he appeared to him on the road to Damascus? He didn't say oh. that. He didn't say that originally. Interesting. So God gave him that. Well, because he asked. Yeah. Well, um, what happened? Uh -huh. <laughs> How did that work? 
what what exactly happened? And and mm-hmm. and he knew everything because he kept going. Right. And so all, we see a snippet of the conversation between Ananias and God. Exactly. Yeah. Because he yeah. obviously had had heard. God said, "Well, this is what happened." And, because he's got more details. And than you what's know now. You know everything. And, oh, okay. So that the reinforcement mm-hmm. is well. Then could you help me with more? Sure. Mm-hmm. Could you help me with more? Sure. So the issue that that Trent's bringing up is that uh, does it matter? Mm-hmm. It ma- It matters. Uh, to do what? Follow mm-hmm. the instruction. Right. But absolutely. God doesn't mind the struggle. Right. But what He doesn't want you to do is decide on your own, mm-hmm. or because somebody else said so. Particularly another what you would consider to be a spiritual person. Right. And often, don't you find that, I think that's probably one of the hardest things for people because in a lot of ways, it's easier for me to go to you and have you tell me directly what God has to yeah, say yeah. and me just run with that than to me take the time the self, myself and wrestle that out with God and have the conversation. We want the fast food delivery. Yeah. And the fast food delivery is not always what God's saying. <laughs> no. Um, and even when, um, you know, even like last night, uh, this lady um, is looking for God's will, uh, and she told me a, a couple of things already, is I pretty well know what it's going to be. Yeah. But the worst thing I could do... Is to tell her that. Well, this is it. Right. No. Why don't you write the desires of your heart. Right. Go process with God. Um, I know... That God will will show you, right. you'll discover it. My role will be to confirm it. Right. And by the way, the reason you don't want to rob anybody of that process is it is in that process. We talk about this all the time. That is the invitation to intimacy. Yeah. Anything that we're going through, every issue we face, everything that we're questioning and whatever is a place for God to refine us and make us make us more like Him and teach us more about his character and just grow in intimacy with him. Right. So had you told her that, literally you would be robbing her of the intimacy of hearing that from God herself. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, that's part of the beauty of a relationship, right? Yeah. I don't want secondhand words from my husband right, all the right, time. Right. I want to be yeah. talking to him. Yeah, but you talk to him. You know, I don't yeah. want his secretary to call and yeah. tell him what he has to say. <laughs> I want to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good point. And the... Uh, uh, the essence of it is, as you look at your inner circle, is we are to help each other with stay in that mode mm-hmm. of even when I'm not physically there uh, or I don't know exactly what you're doing at the moment, but together we learn when you see, wait a minute, I'm not sure about this, mm-hmm. we'll go seek God. Yeah. And we help each other learn that. Absolutely. And then we help each other when you say, would you help me with that? Sure. Yeah. Not, I, I'm going to be the one to tell you what and to do. And there's the beauty of the inner circles. Yes. Just keeping leading each other back to Jesus' feet. Yeah. And then confirming and seeking together. Yeah. And the covenant, remember, is delivered by being with me in the kingdom mm-hmm. and following me. And if you choose not to, right. you've walked away from the ability to receive the, kingdom, uh, the covenant because I can't give it to you. Right. And that's part of the beauty of staying in it. Yeah, just like this guy, this prophet, he got he got to such a low he died because of it, because right. he didn't say, "Well, I'm getting a different story," mm-hmm. and he's already hearing from God, right? But right. God didn't. Interesting enough, and we got to understand this: God didn't intervene. Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm going to force you not to do this. I'm, I've gave you a choice. Right. 
and you choose you chose not to follow me, so there's a consequence to that. So yeah, it's it's pretty significant stuff um, uh, as we uh, you know look at that. So yeah, great question and great story to bring up. Yeah. So thank you for sending that in. Yeah, sure. it really is, and it really illustrates you know the aspect of following. We've kind of been the last couple of times here talking about um, that being with God, seek ye first the kingdom. Uh, following him is the way to receive it. You can't claim it, mm-hmm. and there are consequences if you don't follow. Right, um, and that, that's a great story. So yeah, we'll uh, we will pick it up again uh, tomorrow and uh, and keep going with this. But uh, uh, we're kind of getting some really cool thoughts about well, how does this really work? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that that's the fun of it. So we'll we'll pick up some more tomorrow. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful afternoon. And as always, if you have any questions. Send them in at questions at afjministry.com, or um, you can also just put them in the comments on the YouTube. Yep. All right. We'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.